Hey there, greetings everyone and welcome back to another episode of Plan B Success. We have Andrew David McDowell with us today from Atlanta. And Andrew is the owner and founder of Generate Your Value. He also has a show by that name and he's all into small business leadership and life coaching. And we'll hear from him as to what he's doing nowadays. So welcome, Andrew. Thanks. Great to be here with you today. My pleasure. So in your own words, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, so I grew up in the Northeast, uh, but spent most of my life in the Southeast here in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, my career has been following different routes of entrepreneurship. So I started by working with an entrepreneur and then uh, went to a big corporation where I acted like an entrepreneur uh, in building a business from scratch for them. Uh, and then eventually into my own business. So I've seen all three phases or types of roles one can have in an entrepreneurship. Um, small company I worked for uh, start with was in the business of helping uh, the cellular companies who were just starting out uh, place their towers in areas that would not be a, a, a hindrance to aircraft flight. And from that, our company was bought by Boeing. So I got into a big corporation and spent 22 years there building a airspace design and uh, flight simulation consulting service where we serviced uh, the government markets, helping them to improve uh, their navigation and flight operations to become more efficient in higher capacity. Uh, and then I got laid off because of the 737 crisis and decided to start my own coaching business, which I do today. So how did you go from aircrafts to coaching? <laughs> well, it ends up, that's what really got me up in the morning was um, being able to be a, a coach, a mentor uh, for not only my direct employees, but also for employees elsewhere within the company. I found the most um, life satisfaction, watching people grow into the people they were created to be, um, whether that was um, for them to leave the company, uh, to go chase their dreams or to work for me or to uh, find a different uh, spot within Boeing uh, that serviced their life purpose uh, better. And I have examples of all three uh, that I did for people that work for me. And I find that you become a more effective leader uh, when you can have that mindset to be more of a life coach as opposed to a boss in helping people to chase their dreams. How long were you in the aircrafts business? So it's a little over 22 years uh, with Boeing. Uh, worked my way up the, the, the um, management ladder to um, eventually become a low-level executive within the company. Um, right here in Atlanta office, I had a max of 50 people at one point um, on my team, and we, we were traveling around the world. Two of my biggest projects I worked on was um, helping both the Chinese and Russian governments prepare their airports for their um, Olympic Games. So Beijing and their Summer Games in 2008, and the Russian Games in Sochi in 2014. And uh, how long have you been coaching? Uh, only since um, September of 2019. So 
kind of an interesting story for somebody who started business coaching business five months before a pandemic hits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so tell us about uh, this journey of yours, the coaching business. How did it come about and how has that journey been so far? Uh, well, the journey is very rewarding. Um, I mean, it's different for me moving from um, a government-based business around the world, uh, working with government officials to now working to local small businesses uh, in the Atlanta area where you couldn't be much different. So it's been challenging uh, trying to gain experience and truly understanding what small business owners go through in terms of leadership and trying to build their business. Um, but it's quite satisfying to watch people grow. You know, when people ask me, what do you do for a living? I don't say I'm a life leadership business coach. I say I build people and I build businesses. Um, there's, there's nothing better in this world than watching somebody find their life purpose and going after it. To me, I define success as living out your life purpose out loud. And half of that journey is finding your purpose and the other half is living it out loud. So in terms of uh, this business of yours, how have you been going about getting the word out and finding your customers? Maybe you can walk us through the, uh, the very first customer that you helped. Uh, so in terms of getting the messaging out, I have, uh, I started my own podcast. I have a co-host with it who's a business owner. So we do this dynamic of coach versus business owner uh, in our dialogue covering both life coaching as well as um, business concepts uh, from that perspective. So that's one avenue. Uh, Another is social media. I'm on all the major platforms, uh, delivering messages, uh, trying to be helpful and adding value or generating value, which is the name of my business, uh, to anybody and everybody. Uh, I offer three um, programs, if you will. The first is a, uh, a mastermind kind of group for under $100. You can come join a group and we meet once a month and we help each other grow, grow each other's businesses, basically. Uh, it's a tremendous amount of value for such an inexpensive price. I also have four workshops that help customers start working on their business instead of in their business. We, you know, entrepreneurs have a tendency to be in all the mechanics and tactics of running their business. And I try and get them to find some time, some white space, as I call it, for them to be working on strategy and uh, things that are going to help them grow their business. And third, just one-on-one coaching. You've got a specific problem that needs a lot of conversation. Uh, how, How do I, hire an employee? How do I write a job description? How do I fire an employee? Uh, How do I scale my business? How do I build a strategy that requires like a full day worth of conversation? All those are are one-on-one where we just get together in a room and uh, discuss things. Um, So in terms of a customer, um, my first one was a chiropractor and he has ended up being my best referral source because <laughs> he absolutely loves what we've been able to do for his business from doing social media videos to him understanding exactly what is his unique 
message or characteristic or trait of his business versus all the other chiropractors out there. And he's just hitting the home run right now in terms of getting that message out. So he's spreading the word and it's just bringing in more customers for me. How about uh, monetization of your business? How are you doing that? Well, my business is all about trust, reputation, trust, um, my experience and so forth. So a lot of it is about brand management uh, from the perspective of what are the core tenets uh, of my messaging? What are things that small business owners should be focusing on to grow their business and getting that, that message out? So monetization is about awareness and brand management. In this case, a lot of it's personal brand management since I'm uh, the one and only employee, so to speak, of the company. And uh, finding all the various avenues, social media, podcasting, um, being a guest on a podcast like we are now, in order to get that messaging out and establishing that brand. And uh, in terms of, I, I hear the referral business, but do you have any active uh, seek out going on in terms of uh, bringing in more clients? Do you work alone or do you have a team supporting you? No, at the moment it's just, uh, well, I have a company that does my social media work uh, for me. We sit down, strategize on the messaging we want on social media and take care of that uh, for me. But I have no employees at the moment, you know, particularly only being in business for about two years now with a big pandemic in the middle. Uh, it's just me, myself and I at the moment. All right. And uh, tell us a little bit about your uh, show. Uh, like I said, uh, Generate Your Value. Uh, we put out an episode every Tuesday. I do it with my co-host, Zach Levy, uh, who owns his own financial planning business. And we structure it such that um, I'm bringing a topic of discussion uh, to the table like a coach would with a client and having a discussion about what are the important aspects of this particular topic, what's important to a small business owner with it, um, all to sort of mimic, uh, if you were to come on as a client, you would not be surprised about anything that we sit down or talk about or discuss or how our interaction might be. So it's an effort to be a marketing tool to show you what the brand is, what are the important topics from our perspective in small business? And if you come on as a client, this is how you can expect uh, me to interact with you. And we've been doing it since August of uh, 2020, around season two, I think about episode 13 or 14 at the moment. And where can people find more information about your business? Uh, so I'm on... Um, I have my website, www.generateyourvalue.com, which talks about all my services. You can access the podcast from that particular site I'm on all the four major platforms, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, I have business pages under Generate Your Value, plus I have my own personal pages. So if you search on any of those platforms for Generate Your Va uh, Value or Andy McDowell, you'll find me. Okay. Now, when you reflect back on your career, your 22 plus year career, what are some of the high points and low points that, that you recollect that have helped shape your life? 
uh, working with a great team, establishing a great team culture uh, that was customer focused, understanding that if you're generating value in your customers' uh, operations and days, then the money's going to come back to you. Because we, we were very much a word of mouth kind of area within the aviation industry. Uh, so governments talk with other governments. And so we wanted to make sure we were de delivering a high value product or service such that word of mouth would um, go out to other governments to sort of draw, draw them in as potential customers. You know, on the downside size is, you know, I worked for the country's biggest exporter. It was a huge corporation, very much like a government. It was so huge and a lot of bureaucracy. So any kind of effort to try and get something done on, on a timely basis was troublesome. And a lot of times if you have a need that you're trying to find within the company, uh, it may take you 10 phone calls to find the person that had the job description for that small little item you were looking for, uh, just by the sheer size and nature of the company. Uh, so it's wonderful to have a ton of resources in all kinds of different areas by size, nature of the company, but trying to find that exact person that has that small dot uh, can be troublesome at times. It may take you a full week just to find the right person to talk to. I would say that would be the, the highest high and the lowest low. You know, when you uh, look at what's happened since the pandemic, right? So you, I'm sure you also had a front seat in terms of what's going on with work and, you know, uh, people working remotely. Now people talking about hybrid kind of situations and all. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you think uh, the future looks like? Well, I think it, it very much looks like a hybrid model. Um, within Boeing, we were already a number of years down the road with it. Just by the sheer size of us and being a global company, I was often working with people uh, whether they were a direct report to me or not, they were halfway on the other side of the world. So Zoom-type calls and conference calls were all second nature to us from that perspective. So I think the, the rest of the world is catching up to that from that perspective. So you have to do more uh, results-based management is what I call it. Um, have to give your employee a set of goals, what they need to work on, and the trust level has to be a lot higher because you're not you're not in front of me all the time. I can't observe you all the time, so it's going to be much more um, an understanding and a grading, if you will, of an employee based on what results that they're bringing. Um, so there's going to be much more of an emphasis on that as opposed to a number of other things that you can evaluate because they're right there in front of you or in the hallway or at their desk, just down the, down the way. And I think that's a challenge uh, that's before leadership uh, in the coming world after the pandemic is change that mindset and make it much more results oriented as opposed to um, sort of hourly or minutely um, observations. How about uh, businesses and uh how they need to evolve with the new normal. Could you repeat the question, please? Uh, you know, with the changes that we have seen with the pandemic, mm -hmm. do, you, do you see businesses having to do things differently or change themselves in order to keep up with how things are changing? 
Absolutely. I mean, I've been telling my clients uh, and friends when we went into the pandemic is what you need to understand is what human behaviors are changing. Some will be temporary and we'll go back to normal after the pandemic's over and some will stick. Uh, and you've got to understand which ones stick and do they propose, uh, bring an opportunity for you business-wise, either by adjustment of a current product or service or generating a new one uh, that you can go after in the marketplace. And the, the whole hybrid model, for example, is a whole changed human behavior. Man, it looks like it's sticking. So what are, what are your plans as a business for 2020, the rest of 2021 and 2022? Well, my long range plan is, uh, you know, keep building to generate your value platform. Um, trying to get businesses to lead more from the heart than the head. Um, all of your employees are human beings. So I just did a, a podcast episode this week about looking at corporate culture from an employee perspective. And we looked at a top 10 list that came out of um, MIT's Sloan College of Business, looking at culture from an employee perspective. And, and the number one item that employees are looking for in a culture from a company is respect. And in terms of an importance um, meter, if you will, from those that were surveyed, respect was two, uh, two times greater than number two and 18 times greater than the average or number five, number six in a list. And the top five are all emotional value items. They're not financial physical or anything of that nature, they're all emotional value dealing with uh, the human heart, the human spirit, uh, the desires of a kind of a life that a human being wants to have. And I don't know that that's, there's a reciprocation of that in the way leadership and companies look at it because their list is very different. And I think that's a change that's going to come about because of the pandemic that people are starting to learn and understand that more and that you're going to see more heart led leadership within, um, within companies going forward. And that's a good thing in my eyes. Awesome. So for people that want to reach out to you, what's the best way to connect with you? Uh, my email address is Andy at generate your value.com. You can reach me via email. Um, you can interact with me on the four social media platforms, like on 74, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, um, or Instagram. Um, those, are the, those are the main means that you can uh, contact me or engage with me on a, on a topic if you like. All right. Thank you so much, Andy, for joining us today and sharing uh, what you're doing, your message, and the work that you're doing. In terms of uh, a message for the listeners, before I let you go, anything that you'd like to share? So I had the opportunity to listen to one of your recent guests, uh, the happiness coach that lives nearby you. And you asked this question and her answer to it was, happiness is a choice, uh, which I wholeheartedly agree. And I would add on top of that, 
it, it's all about mindset, mindset and intentionality. It is a choice, but along with that, you need to have a growth mindset um, and an intentionality to your life. Uh, I would add on to what she said about happiness is a choice to truly live out a life that's going to bring you joy, happiness, and success. And if there's one thing anybody takes away from our interview today, I would hope it would be that. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for sharing your story as well as uh, wish you the very best with the work you do. And as well for you, Rajiv, I greatly appreciate the invitation and coming on. And I uh, just want to say thank you for generating your value in this world. Thank you. Thank you.